0: Division affiliation has been disavowed. You are now marked as rogue. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Rogue Agents Podcast brought to you by Media Junkie. If this is your first time listening to the Rogue Agent Podcast, this is a show where we get together to discuss the state of the game and share our thoughts on Division 2. Each and every Monday, you can find us on your podcast platform of choice. And while you're there, please rate us. It helps us out a ton. As always, I'm your host, Jamar. And you can find me at Thundercats06 on PSN. And each and every week, I'm joined by a fellow agent, my buddy, Wes. And you can find him as well as the Demented West on PSN. And this week, we have a special guest. We have a new agent joining the group. I was scrolling through Reddit, and I saw a very deep analysis of the PTS Update 3. And I just had to get this guy on the show. And that guy is Mason. What's up, man?
1: Hey, what's going on,
0: guys? <laughs> and if you're looking to find Mason, you can find him on at PHX Gaming. On Uplay, is that correct? Did I get it right?
1: Yep, that's correct.
0: All right. Also, that's pretty much your handle everywhere, which I'm pretty jealous you have that like pretty straight through on all the social media platforms. It's pretty
1: awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, pretty lucky getting that. I'm still updating a few things around the social media platforms. So if it does have uh, LLC attached to it, that's still the same name. Um, wow. I'm trying to get that removed. So it's that way it's just. You know, PHX Gaming or Phoenix Gaming, however you want to say it.
0: Yeah, I read it as PHX, but I see it's Phoenix. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, guys, if you um, have listened to the episodes before, I always like to start off with Hype Check. And basically, that's just a way to touch base and see where we're at filling the game. It's been a crazy week for me getting ready for a move. Um, I don't think my hype died down, but I haven't played the game much at all. So I'm going to lead it off with you guys first, if that's cool, whoever wants to go up
2: go ahead mason all right
1: yeah well i mean personally for me uh regarding hype i i love the division like regardless you know i love what massive came up with uh their whole take on a tactical rpg and it really like hits home for me because it it's a lot of stuff like that i can relate to um as of now though like through the community if you check reddit if you just check twitter you you read the reports and everything, there is a lot of, like, 50-50. People are positive about it. People are so negative about it. But a lot of it has to do with, like, this PTS, with the changes that they did, you know. So for me, uh, regarding hype, like, I'm all about it. And I love the changes that they're doing because it's it's having you to think. Now, there are a few things I know that we'll go into discussion about throughout the, uh, throughout the remainder of the show um, that are really kind of, like, you know grinding gears at this point but you know we'll get we'll get to that later
2: yeah yeah I feel the same way I, I still love the game I haven't had much time to play this week due to everything going on um, but I was at work and I started reading the title update three information that's coming out and it just kind of reinvigorated my love for the game and I'm really excited for these changes to take effect there's um, some that I'm really excited for some that I'm not as excited for but I'm ready excited to get rid of the sponge enemies. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I'll I'll say it's it's basically the same like obviously we love The Division because we have a podcast dedicated to it so we better. Um but it has been sort of a law for me just in the the period so we can't test out um the title update because we're on console and I'm interested, but I'm like in the middle. So I'm really excited for the update to try and pull me back in like 100% as I was before. And I guess that covers like our, our hype right now. I think I'm really kind of curious to know because you you have some cool videos and stuff that you put up. So I'm really curious to see like where you're at. I imagine your agent clock is quite high. Um, I Last I checked, I think I was at 129. I'm pretty sure I'm still there because I have not played it at all, but yeah, 129 hours, and my gear score, I think, is like 502, again, waiting for title update three, and I'll go ahead, Wes, or Mason, whoever wants to go,
2: I'll, I'll open it up. Yeah, I'm at um, about 112 hours, because you still, you know, played ahead uh, for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Every yeah, episode. So- yeah, I'm never gonna let you die. That one die down on that one because you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah,
1: I'm a I'm 202 hours, probably even more because I played a little bit today, and it takes a little bit for the stats to update. Um, but yeah, like I just I I always find something to do. So I mean, 202 hours, 2400 items looted. Um, Yeah, so I'm just, I'm constantly grinding it every single day, every week pretty much because I'm really trying to take uh, my YouTube channel seriously and my social media platform seriously. So I'm just trying to find like everything I possibly can.
2: Yeah. It's kind of amazing how many hours we can put into this, this game. So there's not many games out there that would be over a hundred (laughs) hours on. I mean, the last game I was like, that was honestly probably the first division. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I feel like every, well, I guess I say every division, but the division one was the same thing. it It's always something to do. So it's easy to just get sucked in. And even if you're like, I'm just going to get on for an hour, you look at the clock and it's like four hours or five hours went by just because it's so fun to keep playing.
1: Yeah, that, definitely true. <laughs>
0: Well, I guess this is sort of like our, that was like our introduction. So that's like the first step of our our dating experience. You're dating me and Wes at the same time right now, by the way. (laughs) Well, this just got weird. (laughs) So the, let's just stick our, like our, seek our teams right into like the main reason we're here. Let's just get straight to the main mission. Um, We've hinted towards it a couple of times. We got the title update three coming. It's been in uh, PTS for what, two weeks now going on two weeks and we yeah. we haven't gotten to touch it at all other than just kind of reading like insightful posts like you posted or watching like videos I haven't seen anything other than just like the change logs and stuff so I'm really curious to get into like how it feels like I really want to like you basically are just going to tell us everything is that cool
1: yeah man yeah definitely all
0: right awesome well let's just start out with like some of the things I actually just kind of basically hijacked your post and i'll just break it down the levels that you had it that way because the way you did it was like pretty pretty awesome and i'd like to keep it that way so the first thing that you you covered in your post was pve like balanced into the ais and it was pertaining to hard and challenging and i really like that you split it up between the hard and challenging and then heroic and mainly because of the reasons in there so if you want go ahead you can take over and kind of cover that and we'll piggyback off of you is that cool
1: yeah man of course of course and if you guys have anything like to say or you have you know something that like piques your interest you know by all means just like stop me in the middle of what i'm saying like you know just more information that you guys get because i know that it sucks being a console player not having access to pts i barely had access to the first division pts uh when it came out because i only got my computer about like a year two years ago um, but yeah, so just you know, stop me if you guys have any questions. But I'll try and do like best I can to give you like detailed descriptions of what I've witnessed and what I've experienced with it.
0: Oh yeah, we'll we'll definitely chime in. We like to talk.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, man. So I mean, so yeah, so the PV balance to AI right now. So keep in mind, this was during when I wrote this post. This was during the phase one application of. Uh, the yeah, PTS, you know. So during that time, the hard and challenging aspects of the difficulties of the game, they were, I honestly felt like they didn't need to be changed from the way it was originally with the uh, title update that they had already implemented. Like, because it was easy. Like, you go through a hard mission with no problems. You go through a challenging mission with no problems. So, like, the time to kill for the AI on hard and challenging were. It was very – it was it was decreased. Um, it wasn't too bad. But I I, can, I noticed that the way they had it set up, because whenever you enter a mission, it's never the same group of guys. It's always something different. It's like a veteran or an elite and a couple of reds. This time around, though, it was very – it was a lot more reds. There was maybe two elites and maybe a couple of veterans. And that was during phase one. So phase two hard and challenging. It's kind of the same, but it's just like you can literally breeze through hard and challenging with a with an unoptimized loadout, and you'll be you'll be fine. You know, like you stay out of cover. Yeah, you're going to get shot a lot more without being in cover, but you can literally just breeze right through each section of the mission and probably do speed runs consistently. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, essentially, saying they made it easier. Yeah, yeah. They did, they made it easier, and I don't know why they even touched hard and challenging because it honestly felt like it was it was the way it was supposed to be.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you because we were. I mean, we've been just playing through, playing through, playing through, and we thought, man, we did a couple. Well, we actually, we did quite a few like missions on hard, and we we're like, ah, let's not even mess with challenging just because it's probably going to be ridiculously difficult. And I think just randomly we were playing with somebody and we did a mission on challenging. And to my surprise, it was actually quite easy. So it's odd that they would go and kind of tweak that to the closer to easier than making it a little bit tougher.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I thought
0: too. So is it mainly just like the time to kill is what's shrunken down? Cause I like the idea of like the, the enemies not being as like spongy, um, just having, like, more armor? Is that, like, how it is? So you break armor, then they die, like, quick? Or is it just armor goes
1: Yeah, back? essentially. Essentially, like, so you break you break the armor and then their damage to health has... I honestly don't think that the damage to health has really been touched. I think mostly the time to kill reflects on the armor because as soon as you break the armor, it takes maybe two bullets to take down their to their health. You mm-hmm. know, and... And that, that's where I find it interesting because it's just like, I mean, you they really didn't – Massive really did not have to touch hard and challenging. It was too easy. And I think a lot of the community, like you see on the Reddit posts, like agreed to that. And then I guess where it gets – there's a huge gap between challenging and heroic. And, like, we'll get to that once we, like, find, like finally, you know, have the dust settle on the hard challenging modes. But there's a huge gap, and there's a significant gap between challenging and heroic, and, uh, you know, go into more of that, like, here in a little bit.
0: Well, I I was curious to know, like, in hard and challenging, which I guess we really didn't see this as often. This is probably going to be something in heroic, which you can switch over to. But um, do you find, like, the enemies are still... Like rush happy, are they like mellowed out that way? Do they stay cover more, or has it really changed in harder challenging at all?
1: Oh no no no! So so when the P when P T S phase one came out, they added that update to make the A I less aggressive, which was nice, and that definitely shows because like you look at if you look at. My videos or another content creator's videos uh through the community you can you can tell the difference like you know they're not rushing you as much they're taking cover when they need to take cover they're coming out when they need to take out um, you you don't feel overwhelmed by the amount of the amount of enemies trying to just bombard you or get behind you or something like that, but one thing that has really piqued my interest and I really can't find an actual clarification on is whether or not the PTS has the update that the live service received in ways of aggressiveness and um, the difficulty between the AIs and the way they react to certain encounters. Now, I don't know if the PTS has that update or not, or if it's just its own update, but I haven't had like clarification on that because there's just – there's a few things different from the PTS that there are from the live game that don't quite make sense, you know, but with the live service, yeah, definitely. They decrease the aggressiveness, which is really nice. But through the PTS version of it, what I'm seeing on my end is that they're still half the time. They're still like trying to rush you, trying to bombard you. Now they'll take a few steps back, but then they'll come back at you again.
0: (laughs) If that makes
2: sense, you know,
0: like they thought about it
2: (laughs) what is the answer there we want we want the game to not be easier we also want them to be less spongy is the answer more enemies
1: no so so i mean we'll get we'll just get right into heroic here's the thing so so there's a huge gap difference between challenging and heroic missions and so i started oh man what mission was it
2: Hello?
0: Uh-oh. I think we lost him. Oh, no. We did. Hey, am I here? Oh, oh there he is. There he goes.
2: Hey! Hey! <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. All right. Sorry about that. I don't know oh, what no just no. happened
0: I, I thought, thought you were, like, in I really thought deep thought of what mission. No, I thought you were like, man, what mission was it?
1: <laughs> okay. No. So, so the mission part was uh, – it was Grand Washington Hotel, right? So during the mission or at the very beginning when you're at, like, the intersection when they come out of the uh, out of the hotel – and this is with Black Tusk. Um, I was counting the enemies. You know, I ADS'd uh, down my rifle, and I was counting how many enemies. Challenging had – Five enemies in total. There were three on the ground, and then you got the two repellers coming down. And that's fine. But when you switch to heroic, that number like does it threefold. you know It increases it to like 15 enemies. And I was like, oh. Hold on. I was like, "No, there, there's no way that there's this many guys. Like, and then as soon as you start firing, you can definitely tell that your damage just like dropped off you know, and this was during, this was during phase one, but this has been throughout the whole game. The, the gap between challenging heroic. Now I posted a video of soloing, um, title basin with the nemesis. Cause I want to see how the nemesis rifle did. And I was just like, okay, this is an overpowered, you know, marksman rifle. You know, you should be, you know, taking guys out pretty quickly. And one of my followers on YouTube was like, because I left in the comments, I was like, I think heroic is scaled only to a four man team. It doesn't scale to how many players there are in your group. And one of my followers was like, he came back a couple days later and he was all, yeah. You know, he's like, I took a, he's like, I found a video of a four man team running title basin. And I see your video and the the damage output is the same. So even if you're running solo on a heroic mission, it's scaled to a four-man team, which honestly I think is I don't want to say unfair, but at least decrease it to scale it to a two-man team if you're being if you're a single solo player.
2: Oh, I understand that. I mean, when we play, normally we have three players, and it's the same difficulty as if you had four players. And so I already feel like that's that's bullshit. So I can't even imagine having to be like Four, normally four players but you're by yourself
0: yeah yeah and, it, and it's so weird because i mean division has always been a, like pretty good at like being a balance between being like a solo like you can just run it by yourself roll it solo or having a squad you just kind of got a better experience out of it that's weird that that would be the case with heroic where they're just saying like look you're not not playing this if you it's gonna be tough i could understand now like for like the raids to make it for sure, like obviously, well, I, they might not even give you an option to have less than eight, so we can just cut <laughs> out the window. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So, outside of just like them tripling the amount of enemies, is it like pretty much about the same as far? Well, you said you did notice a damage drop off, then, so they do.
1: So the so so the the tam- so the damage uh so the time to kill or the damage that you're outputting to the heroic AI, is it, it's noticeable in, in Phase 2 right now. But you're still going through, like, two mags to take out a single red bar. You know? Whereas, yeah, it's crazy. whereas like, you're doing, like, maybe three to four mags to take out, you know, a red bar or two, you're you you're doing at an average of two mags depending on the type of weapon that you're using.
0: Yeah, so, it's all actually... Not, not to cut you off, I'm sorry, but I did see oh it on Reddit. God. I saw a post on Reddit as well of them like actually dropping more ammo because of, like I don't know if it was in response to this issue, or not necessarily issue, but to their like design choice, or if it really was just scarcity and ammo. But I, I kind of like having the idea of balancing between just not being, to have unlimited ammo, but also having to be cautious on like how much I use my ammo. Sometimes mm-hmm. I like to switch between guns in like the middle of a mission, but I don't, it's not fun if I'm going through like three clips to kill a person. Like, it's just not fun that way.
1: Yeah, no, man, I totally agree. And that was one of the things that they brought up during state of the game this past week um, was that they knew that there was the, the ammo drops were very, you know, limited. So they did do an increase in the ammo drops, but it's still like I mean that's not the issue. the The issue is massive is not scaling the heroic setting. Now I don't. Now I'm all for a challenge. You know I thrive on a challenge. That's kind of where my my channel is based off of is is the challenges being able to sell like the hardest content. But don't make it to where it's like a dedicated. You need a four man team, or you know you need to. don't make it dedicated to a certain specification it i'm not saying that everything should be solvable because it's an rpg you know it's a group game and i'm all for doing groups. i'm all for you know helping out i'm all I i love the camaraderie with it but when you when people are seeing that there are a significant gap between two difficulty settings then something really needs to change and i did a uh analysis on phase two just for heroic difficulty because I wanted to kind of get it out there and it's on their form page as well as the uh, first analysis I did with the uh, phase one update it's on their form page so I'm really hoping that they'll take it into consideration um, but I mean you know we'll see <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean they've always been really active and listening and taking things so it's good that you posted that <laughs> there. yeah well something else you you touched on which i i switched around a little the order just because there's a gun specifically or type of weapons that are specifically important to me and those are the ARs so how how are the weapons in the pts i know either phase 1 or phase 2
1: um both uh, both phases the ARs yeah there's they they got a nice buff. Uh, you can definitely tell the difference between the live game and from the uh, the phase fa- the phases. Um, I always run with a high RPM and a low damage type AR like a FS2000 or a, a Ctar, um, just because I like the quick the quick uh, the quick RPMs on them. Because you know the faster you can get uh, rounds down range, the quicker it's going to be um, to take out your enemy. And you could definitely tell that the ARs did receive their buff, like that was intended. Now, I haven't tried it in a PvP setting. um, But then again, I mean, this is – I feel like not a lot of people are playing the PTS um, because they see no reason to. So it's like the Dark Zone. I haven't had a single person in the Dark Zone since I've been playing this. And we'll get into that, like, later later and everything. But it makes me concerned. (laughs)
0: I mean, we tried some PvP a little bit, and part of it, I—I I mean, I don't know about you, Wes, but I haven't really been encouraged to go back. Just waiting until, um, like until title three, so to see maybe if there's some changes. But I tried using—that's um, generally how I go with my build—is two ARs, and I'll have like one long range, like police and 4 or um, the custom P. 316 something like that and then i'll have like the sitar that the 2000 but i was a little disappointed when they took away like the amount of ammo i could no longer have like a loadout or with like 60 or 72 anymore so i was it's kind of good to know that the damage buff is is going to be there
1: yeah and i think that's what they were kind of aiming for too with that damage buff with the ars you know to kind of compensate now i know that there is a there's what, like a 5.56 five, mag that you can get from crafting that has plus 20, but with a minus 10% reload speed? Um, yeah. I know, that's, I know that's available through the crafting. I haven't received it yet because apparently, what, it's only available through weekly? Is it weekly or, like, level three uh,
0: checkpoints? Oh, I haven't even seen it. I didn't even know that was an an option, so... <laughs> <I didn't. laughs> Could
2: be I like have a three checkpoints. So that's where you're going to get a lot of good loot from. Yeah. Possibly. Maybe get the blueprint for it or something.
0: Well, the, the next weapon that I put down is true to, to the West's heart. And I'm just curious <laughs> to see, like, the changes in the the rifles.
2: Oh, my gosh. My rifles. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do me wrong, man. Like you already did me wrong once.
1: <laughs> no, man, no, I totally get you. No, the rifles... So... Oh, when I... When I think of rifles when I think of a, a a semi-automatic weapon like that it it needs to be buffed you know it's on it's it's between an AR and an actual marksman rifle it needs to have that damage increase I wasn't really seeing it when I was using like a SIG or an LVOAC it just it didn't feel like it was outputting enough DPS so yeah. I'm really hoping they'll kind of look at the rifles again and actually make it a, a point to maybe increase it to a certain percentage because it really – the the rifles really need to feel like you want to use them. Like the only rifle I've ever felt I wanted to use in this game was the Merciless, you know, and that's only because it has – it. it's attribute where, you know, you you start aiming at your enemy, you start taking, taking its health down, and you got those little explosives, you know, popping them off and everything. Like that's the only rifle like I have
2: actually felt – was meaningful. I'm all about that MK17. <laughs> I love, yeah. I love. It.
1: That was a. Uh, I, I heard about that. That that uh, that nerf to uh, the seventeen.
2: Oh yeah, I mean that that hurt when my gun, you know, went from go down like thirty five thousand down to like twenty seven thousand damage, but it's back up to fifty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hasn't affected you too much.
2: <laughs> uh, it did for like a day.
0: Um, I put down SMGs. I don't know if there's any other weapons that you wanted to speak on that you may have noticed like a difference in that either is good or bad.
1: <clears throat> so the SMGs, um I a I, I like the SMGs, you know. Very quick DPS, you know, low low rate of uh quick RPMs, low TPS. That's what I meant to say. Um, But in the PTS, I noticed that they were, you were able to like accurately hit your target a lot more than just having your like ridicule all over the place and missing your target as much as possible. (laughs) So when, when I mean like it's grouped together, it's like, it's very tight now. Um, And having that accuracy for an SMG actually really helps, especially if you're using something like chatterbox um, so that, you know, you get the benefits of the talents that are associated with that particular SMG. Um, Yeah, so I mean, I I feel that SMGs are like where they need to be. I really don't think that they should be increased um, because, I mean, let's face it, it, it's it's mostly a PvP weapon and they're already doing what they need to do to, you know, lack for a better word, normalize PvP. Um, But yeah, so SMGs, they're... They, I think, they are where they need to be.
0: That's <laughs> the They're a little bit tighter, though, because, yeah. like you said, with the chatterbox, it, it is sometimes like frustrating trying to build up like the talent, and then it just, even though you're got like you have pretty good aim, it's still just randomly hitting random stuff. So that's nice. Right. Right. <clears throat> Was oh. there any other weapons that you had, or?
1: So I know it's probably said. Uh, Before in the community, but that pestilence really needs to. Yeah. I don't know who created that one or like what they were doing, but that damage of that uh, LNG really needs to be increased. There's just no point in using it at all.
0: That's Hmm. good to know because I haven't even found one yet. So (laughs) I haven't been like trying to farm it, but that's good to know that it's not doing too well
2: yeah
1: (laughs) makes me feel i mean i I only got mine a couple days ago and i really wanted to try it out but as soon as i try it out i yeah that's collecting dust in my stash right now
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's just so weird that i mean i guess some of the uh exotics still have a pretty good impact just because of the talents overall but I, i mean they originally said I think it was with the, the title up three, three that they were trying to work on making them, maybe giving them more damage to making them like a reason to use over like just a normal weapon counterpart. And it seems they're kind of doing that except for like the new one is bad.
1: Yeah. So the, the exotics there, they are trying to buff the exotics, you know, nemesis. That's what an exotic needs to be. And the amount of like the power behind it, like that's how how that's how all exotics should feel is like power. You know, they should feel being wanted. None of like they should be part of your whatever build or loadout that you have. They shouldn't not one should be sitting in your stash unless you have a specific reason. Like one of them should always be with your build. I mean, that's just the way I see it. An exotic is just that, an exotic. It, it's a special type of weapon, and the weapons that we have to grind for, you know, like Chatterbox, like the components for that, or Nemesis, the components for that, those should be, like, superior, needless to say.
2: No, they should be. Like, I, we got the Chatterbox, and I felt like the guns I had were better than it.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, and that, that's the point. Like, you know, that that's the whole point. Like, you have this exotic weapon, these specific talents, you you worked hard on getting what you needed to get for it, so with your time that you dedicated to receiving the weapon, you should be using that weapon consistently.
0: Right, it should yeah, be like agree. your, you did all that work, it should be like your number, like your prized possession, in a sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I brought up the idea before, and I never like posted this or anything, but one of the podcasts, maybe possibly making like exotic mods. Then this was before they were doing like the buffs and stuff. But to allow you to say you do get like the pestilence and you want to change specific things about it, maybe it could customize it to your build a little bit better. That makes it like a normal weapon, but just that much extra, you know, on top of it. I don't know if that's a possibility, but that's I'm sticking with it because it was my idea. (laughs) That it's a good idea.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. No, I honestly think that exotic mods would actually really be beneficial, especially to the weapon and to your loadout as a whole. I mean, I've never even heard of that, and I haven't even seen anyone post that. So I would like, I'd hop on it if I were you and like post it to Reddit or something, or you know, you got your podcast going, so. Get, definitely get that out there. Exotic yes. Mods, I guess that would be that would actually be probably really helpful.
0: And just a disclaimer, anything mentioned on the podcast new ideas or not, it does automatically patent uh, to Media Junkie, so no one can it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true because I just said it. <laughs> um, well, let's move along. Let's talk about like specializations. Um, you kind of covered over a little bit of things on there, and Overall, it seems like there's not really any real meaningful changes to it within the, in the PCS. Is
1: I don't that... right now with the specializations, I don't think that's their primary focus because I really think that the specializations are like I think those are so easy to kind of like configure and not rebuild but like you know like increase damage output or do something specific to them. I think it's easier for them to change the specializations. That's why they're not not that massive is not really focusing on it right now Um, because they're still, it's still acting the same way. You know, your your grenade launcher is still the hardest heavy hitting weapon that you can get. Your crossbow, you know, doesn't feel beneficial on any type of firefight. And then your, you know, your, your Tac 50 really isn't, you know, you have nemesis. Let's leave it at that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I've always felt like, and that's probably where I was like expecting something, but I can understand like take one step at a time, massive. Mm-hmm. But the specializations, maybe because it was so easy to max out, like at least your first option, that um, it doesn't really seem to make a big difference. So, like, I'll I go with the, the crossbow as survivalist and like you said, in a firefight, it is the most cumbersome thing to try and, like, actually shoot someone. And most of the times you go to shoot and they move their arm or they move slightly to the right and it goes behind them. And yeah. it has, like, literally zero blast damage. So I I would love some attention there, but there's a lot of other things that they're working on. So I can understand if they're holding that off for later. Maybe title mm-hmm. update four. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I think it's just, I think it's one of those things where it's like very, it's something very simple that they think they can go in and fix or even test. Um, Yeah. So like right now, like specializations are not like the top priority. A lot of the stuff that's on their priority list. And like when you load up on PC, it gives you a display screen and it shows you like what they're focusing on. It's like the difficulty uh, for the missions, the scaling of the missions, um, the dark zone drops, the PVP, the recalibration, like those are their priorities because that's what's gaining the most attention and focus. Um, yeah, specializations aren't really there.
0: <laughs> uh, that's cool. That's cool. Well, just like Massive, we're, we'll just not pay any more attention to specializations. <laughs> we can, can go to the gear talents. Um, when you put like the, this, this year to me was like something when I was prepping last week's podcast, before I realized that we were going to be recording on Easter Sunday, um, I was going through all like the, the talents and changes and some of them stuck out to me, but I, I still, it's one of those things that I feel like I need to actually have hands on with to actually tell if it's a bad change or good change. It, like, is there any that you feel like maybe massive is specifically trying to push now talent wise? Cause I know there was like, um, berserker and now only thing I can think of is berserker but there's a bunch of (laughs) talents that are like popular because they kind of give you a slight or even more edge and it seems like they're trying to adjust that a little bit is that right or am I far off
1: no no you're you're, you're totally right I think I think the way massive and again you know this is my opinion this is what I'm seeing as someone could have a different perspective um, you guys have a different perspective but the way that I'm seeing it is that Yeah, you had these specific talents and you can make a great build out of these specific talents. But as soon as you start making a build with those, like with Berserk or Unstoppable or Safeguard or something like that, then everyone else is going to go for that build. Everyone else is going to tweak it to that particular build. There's not going to be variety. So I think that the reason why Massive changed the uh, defense number you know, or the damage, the weapon damage number or the skill power number is so that they can get the variety that they want. Because if you looked at, it, you know, you guys played Division 1, you saw how it was like, okay, well, this guy is, you know, you, you have this nomad build, and this is how nomad should be specific to these types of changes and these percentages with the attributes. Or you have a striker build, and you should be running, you know, two ARs at the same time um, to increase your – Overall uh, DPS output, you know, I think Massive is trying to get away from that so that you can focus. Like, okay, do I want to be, like, like take it for instance, your raid party. Do I want to be a tank who can take the most damage or lay down cover fire while the other agents, you know, start aiming at uh, the the enemies, or do I want to be a pure like DPSer that wants to be on, uh, you know, re- giving the enemy AI. Amount of overall damage that I possibly can, you know, and the thing with that is you're really sacrificing between your defense, your DPS, and your skill. You know, skill alone is it's like its own little thing. If you want to be a skill builder and have that skill power and just you know have the availability to use your skills consistently, um, then you're gonna go for that skill build, but you're gonna be sacrificing DPS where Definitely. you can do like, a skill and a, a defense built together. But you, and w- once you guys get hands-on with it, you'll see that, like, okay, well, I'm going to have to sacrifice my, you know, critical hit chance or critical hit damage or weapon damage to get, you know, just to make 11 defense just a proc unstoppable. I mean, it, it's just one of those, like, you're, you're really going to have to think – what you're going to want to sacrifice so like right now on the pts i'm i'm gear score 500 um i'm still working my way through the dark zone getting to the gear score 15 it's just that hefty grind of getting the all new gear again um (laughs) uh is it, it it's time consuming but it's definitely like okay well right now i'm sitting at 12 defense but my but my weapon damage um my red mark is at, sitting at i believe it's like five and that's just enough to proc i believe it's what is it is it compensated no i'm trying to figure the talent that's proccing right now anyways it, it you guys kind of gave an idea
0: yeah are you yeah are you finding it more difficult to try and have multiple talents like at all at the same time because of like the changes or you know yeah. What I mean? like Yeah, I yeah, am
1: actually because like I said, it's because your minds that you want to use, like so you have a say you have a um a chess piece that is a pure DPS chess piece, you know, you've got your your marks to Your critical hit chance, your critical hit damage, your weapon damage, and your berserk talent. All right, so picture that for a second. Well, that chess piece is probably going to have defense mods to it, but now you got to look to make sure that you're not over extending yourself with defense to not be able to proc berserk. You know, does that does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It seems more of like a balancing act, which Mm -hmm. I guess is good because it kind of puts more thought into it. Because I'll be honest, now like my ability is basically just cool. These numbers are going up. I don't really have to think too much. I mean, it's a little bit of strategy involved, but I, I guess I like that idea of like trying to keep a closer eye on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I don't mind it too, but it does it does take time to get used to, and definitely makes you think.
0: I feel like we're we did a pretty good job covering the gear talents. <laughs> that was my main thing of knowing, the, like how difficult was it to keep all of them? Because I I sort of have that issue right now, mm-hmm. and I'm just like blindly putting things together just because I want specific ones. Um, but I feel like now I'm gonna have to let let go of some talents,
2: and that's gonna make me sad. <laughs> and in the title three update, I was reading about gear, and they mentioned something about the recalibrated gear. That's all going to drop down to, back down to 500, which is kind of frustrating that I spent all, yeah. all those hours collecting electronics just to yep. upgrade them. This literal day is gone. Well, <laughs> they, were,
0: they were discussing... I'm, I'm glad you actually brought that up because I don't... Did that hit you yet or is that on... Is, was that in Phase 2 with the... Um, is it the recalibration recalib- score that weapons will have?
1: Yes. Okay, so there's two different... So, Right now, what you guys see is the recalibration. You know how you get a certain attribute; it increases your overall gear score from like five hundred to five eleven, five fifteen, whatever, whatever number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not how it is anymore. <laughs> so, the way it works now is you you have your gear score, which is separate from your recalibration score. Your recalibration score caps at one hundred, but you. Can't your whatever attribute you're trying to bring over from, let's say we're using chess piece as an example. Say you're bringing over a seven and a half percent weapon damage from a lower gear score chess piece to your newly acquired chess piece, you're still going to get that percentage from your old to your new, but your recalibration score is only going to go up by so much because it has a max of 100 recalibration score, it might just hit it at, let's say, 20, you know? So you're constantly going to keep trying to build on top of it. That I think that's what they're trying to get to is, like, we want you to keep your same pieces that you want, and if you want to keep increasing your certain attribute, then you could keep increasing it to the recalibration score percentage or, or cap, Um But, again, it is only one attribute that you're allowed to recalibrate.
0: Yeah. So that was actually going to be my question. Are they opening it up to have more um, stats to be recalibrated? But that answers my question right there. So only one. Um, I wonder if the cap is going to be higher then, if that's the case.
1: uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, they didn't talk about that in a state of game. They just introduced the recalibration now. Um, Yeah. I would like to see I, because I remember in the Division One you had the opportunity to do multiple. I think it was like what two two different attributes, and
0: yeah, I and it, that. like,
1: you know just
0: I re-rolling. yeah
1: yeah. So, but like right now it's still set at one, but your recalibration go- score goes up only by so much, and you have a cap to it. So I don't know. I mean they are. It's just they are testing it out. They are whining the feedback on it. Um, I mean you just gotta wait and see.
0: I mean, I like the idea of it because it does make the recalibration a little bit more useful. And instead of it just being like, oh, cool, I got this up to the highest. And then all the rest of the things that I have that could possibly make that higher are just yeah. trash now. So that's kind of cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that will actually, I think it dropping will kind of help me out because I'm in the stage right now where I have something that's 5.10, 5.11. And everything I pick up is just worthless. <laughs> yep. There's no need to even look at it. So I just mark them all to destroy you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> well and that would be good too
0: like if they're not gonna raise like the cap like it's gonna or like the actual gear score itself it'll make it i guess harder or not harder but a more of a grind to get to like the the 515s you know what i mean versus yeah. just like hitting a button and then there you go um This one, I'm really, I'm interested because when I read this about the the Dark Zone, I was kind of excited but also kind of confused on how I felt about this and um, you posted on there about the Dark Zone, you specifically said that it felt empty and probably because it's just like the PCS and no one's playing it like you said earlier, but I'm I'm concerned because I kinda like it empty sometimes. But <laughs> if I if I'm like going into the dark zone for farming purposes, um it would be nice to just keep running in NPCs, but also the NPC rate is supposed to, like the patrols are supposed to drop. So is that what you were referring to as far as empty as well? Like there's no other players plus there's low amount of NPCs?
1: No, no. So like so so we'll we'll two part this. So I've been in the dark zone several times during the PTS and not once have I ran into a single person at all, no rogue agents, not a single thing. And it could all be just because it's PTS and you know, that's fine. But honestly, like, I, I like the idea of having, you know, a DZ where you can just farm, but it really felt lonely. Like you didn't have the, you know, rogue agents nearby proccing you know every couple minutes or you didn't have the um the manhunts going on you didn't have the the adrenaline of you know launching your flare in the air and waiting for someone to come around the corner and you know take a shot at you like you didn't have that it was very like okay well this is you know a pve element you're running around you're grabbing gear that's great as for the ai it was still very much occupied And not to get confused with the Occupy Dark Zone, but it was still very, like, there was a lot of them. Like, you, you, once you hit a landmark, you were fighting them, and say you missed hitting your target and your bullet went right past them, well, you just alerted, like, five other enemies to your location, and now they're coming at you. And then you've got people coming in from behind you, and then it's like, all right. (laughs) I mean, I guess that's cool. He's got to take them all out. Um but with the phase two, they did the, the, the normalization that they're trying to do in the dark zone. Um, you know, the, the damage from the, from the enemy AI is decreased to you, but it does take them a lot long, not a lot longer, maybe a few more seconds longer to, to kill, but it's nothing too unbearable. It's still very much, I guess the same, mm-hmm. um, so I really don't know like where they were trying to go with that. Because I honestly, I thought even before they touched the DZ that it was fine uh, regarding enemy health and everything like that.
0: Wow, you brought up an amazing idea. And if you want, you can patent this as well. Um, <laughs> but you mentioned like the Hunter DZ, so having a dark zone. Like with hunters in it and i would love like for people that obviously didn't see like your post if you would like kind of describe that or we can go like into discussion over that because i thought that was a really cool idea
1: so just imagine you're going in into the dz with a group you know a four four four-man team you know you're doing your patrols you're doing whatever you want to do you're you're taking out the enemy patrols and then you come to a landmark you're getting to the landmark and you're fighting the enemy ai there And then all of a sudden you get the static distortion effect. You get the, the procking of the EMP grenades. There's your hunter and your hunter is scaled to however many players are in your team. Just kind of like how it was in um, survival or in the underground in the division one, they were scaled. How many players were in your team? So, I mean, if you could just imagine the amount of like the force it would take, like, the adrenaline pumping in your veins just to, you know, take down the hunters while you're taking down these enemies. And then all of a sudden you might have a group of rogue agents who are probably not going to be wanting to deal with a hunter in that same area or in that same scenario. I mean, it's just, I just think that having a hunter DZ or implementing hunters into the DZ, giving them more of like a, a, a general consensus rather than just farming them for masks, um, would be like really fun and like add that added challenge to the DZ, you know
0: yes i i love the idea specifically because me and wes and another buddy of ours jason we went through and we just hunted them down obviously for like the mask and it was such a unique challenge of doing them just because of the way they like popped up even though you had to do specific things or interactions to get them the to, to, to spawn it was still kind of like an adrenaline rush when it you get the smoke and, you know, the stack and everything, and you're like, alright, here we go, this is gonna be a fight, that would be awesome and the Dark Zone specifically because you're already fighting, maybe taking like a landmark and you just finish the landmark and then that starts happening or like you even described, you, you're you chasing down rogues or rogues are chasing you down and then a hunter pops up that's that's such a cool idea, like I I, th- I love that idea, I love it Yeah, I wish
2: there was more to do with the hunters Oh well, yeah, that would be so, I, uh, oh, I'm oh i sorry, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no,
0: you're fine, you're fine. I, all I was gonna say is, like, they already put in the work, obviously, in the game to create these hunters, and there's have something there for it. Now that we already have all the masks, it's just sad that you don't get to see them again. So, that would be definitely a good thing.
1: Well, I also am with phase two of uh, the um, my other Reddit post that I did uh, regarding heroic difficulty. I was like, I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, okay. Heroic difficulty right now in this stage does not provide enough consensus to run it. You know, you get the game, you you get one extra item and it's probably going to be a crap item you're going to throw away when you can just run challenging consistently all the way through. So if you really want to make heroic difficulty like, you know, worth your time, why don't you add a hunter mixed into the equation? You know, and one of the, one of the ideas I wrote was that imagine you're running Title Basin, you know, you're, you're getting to the, the hovercraft, you're running into the hovercraft, you're clearing out the enemies, you make it to the point where Wyvern says she's going to blow up the White House, you know, and that whole, that whole conversation goes on, then all of a sudden, through the radio, you hear the static distortion and a headshot, okay, you get to the, you get to the, uh, to the main, um room where you have to open up the um and the uh what is it the uh, safeguards to the windows and you see wyvern's lifeless body right there being held up by a hunter the hunter throws (laughs) it to the ground there's your fight you know and the hunters are scaled to the amount of players on your team so like if it's just you running it um it's two hunters you have to fight if it's a two-man team it's three if it's a if it's a four-man team it's maybe three hunters and two named hunters or one named hunter or something like that. You know what I mean? But just giving like giving that challenge or that adrenaline rush again that we were talking about and then adding on top of that, like have the hunter drop like a cosmetic item, like maybe part of their, 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 their gear set or just something to make you look more like a hunter, something that makes it worth your time.
0: That's, that's a, amazing idea if we were doing video you could see me with a smile ear to ear because that sounds really awesome and it's just a cool way like sure and 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 maybe even more so not like a guaranteed um like not a guaranteed spawn of a hunter you may play it three or four times or five times It might not see one but then you get that experience of like wow like that's cool yeah, it'd be nice. just
1: it, it would I, I kinda got the idea um from the legendary missions when they when they added Amherst apartment and General Assembly, uh when they added the hunters um to that to the equation, you know, it wasn't always guaranteed, but they did have the challenge there. So why not add that challenge plus a little more to the heroic difficulty to make heroic worth your time? I mean, if you want people to run heroic more then give them that give them what they want and make it worthwhile
0: okay yeah, i agree with that i agree with that um man i'm just so excited about that idea i feel like it's a real thing and it's not going to be real this so is going to disappoint me but it's okay <laughs> um so we i probably should have mentioned this earlier we probably just should have just flip-flopped the the Dark Zone discussion, and then the gear score 515, because I, I guess really they kind of go hand-in-hand hand as well, though. I, I've seen so much toxic, toxicity in the the subreddit about the gear being be- locked behind, like, the 515 gear locked behind, like, the um, like the Dark Zone, and I, I believe it was just in the State of the Game, the last most recent one, where they were pretty much basically saying that's not going to be the only way, but Me personally, I think that's actually kind of cool that it's locked behind, like, the dark zone. Like, do you guys have, you know, any feelings on it? Or how is it really that big of a deal? You said you're still at 500. Have you, like, gotten a lot of gear at 515? Or, like, what's the experience?
1: So the experience right now for that is it's... And I mentioned it earlier that it, it's the grind of getting gear score 515 because right now the gear score is dropping very low to like 503, 504, 505. And it's like it's you're, you're building it up, but having it locked behind the DZ, I'm all for the DZ, you know. I, I love the DZ. I think it's fun. I think it's a great idea. Um, but only having it locked behind contaminated gear, which is gear that you know you – if you get into a fight with a, with rogue agents, or if you get your gear hijacked from an extraction, it, it's not guaranteed. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of got upset was like, well, I'm going to be in the DZ. I'm going to farm all this, but there's no guarantee that I'm going to get this. So I think that's where a lot of the toxicity came from. Um, but it's, but it's that grind to getting the most powerful gear. And I like that idea behind the DZ of locking the most powerful gear behind that wall, because that's kind of what the DZ is supposed to be. You're supposed to want to go in there. You're signing your liability waiver once you walk through that checkpoint. Um, But that's where the best gear in the game should be is the DZ and the raids, you know, for that matter. And then, you know, I I like how, you know, they came back and were like, yeah, we're not going to lock it behind the DZ more on that later. But we're not going to get that information for another another week because they're not doing state of the game this week. Um, they're going to do it next week. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just one of those things we'll have to wait and see. There's I, But I totally agree with you that it's there's a lot of toxicity about that. But I think that's kind of – having them say that it's not going to be locked behind DZ is kind of alleviating the situation. But now it comes to the point, well, is it going to be – just behind the dz raids and heroic difficulty or you know what have you
0: well yeah i, I guess that makes sense if it's just like specifically like contaminated gear because that does suck and i mean there's i guess it does and it doesn't because i know like for me our experience like in a dark zone and wes can like attest to this a lot of times we play it we weren't really getting great stuff out of the contaminated gear. So on one hand I like the idea of like the higher what like gear being any it's contaminated. It. Um but at the same time that would suck if you just sit there and spend hours grinding and then you lose it all. Um yeah that that I mean i unless I'm mistaking Wes isn't that that was like one of our biggest reasons of not going into the dark zone was because the gear we could get everywhere else was better anyways.
2: Yeah, yeah. Most of the contaminated crap that we would get wasn't even worth extracting. I mean, you you can't even really tell where you're getting, but I mean, you weren't getting that good of loot. Like, it's normal shit I would never use, you know? Yeah.
0: And that could be, like, our own ignorance, but that's just (laughs) over, like, the examples of, like, multiple times we extract stuff and we're like, are you serious? This is, like, 20, like, steps lower than the gear that we have right now. Like, what,
2: what was the point of that? Yeah. yeah. Let me just go extract some purple stuff.
1: (laughs) And that, that has actually been like their, their attributes and the stats of them. like you, you see the increase, you know, it might not be what you want, but it's definitely an increase to what you have. But again, it brings it all back to the, to, okay, well, you're going to be making a specific build and it's one of those, are you sure you want to move this specific piece of attribute to your current gear set? You know, it, it's it's one of the it's really it's really a coin toss.
0: It is, it really is. I mean, that describes the game too for me. Some nights, 50-50, <laughs> if I'm gonna have fun in the dark zone or not. <laughs> um. Well, is there anything like else that I didn't like pull down at? Like maybe something that you noticed in like phase two that I'm missing? Is this like? It's not has been really insightful, and you've up the the level of our podcast a few notches <laughs> for sure
1: <laughs> um really so phase two right now i mean phase two feels good i mean i don't know there's a lot of like cosmetic issues going on right now with phase two i don't know what they were thinking because i'm getting alerted for every thing in the vicinity that i'm running in like literally within a 20 meter radius that's really getting annoying honestly um like I'm getting told like there's hostages over here, there's water over here, there's I'm getting notified of every little thing, and honestly, it can get really annoying, so I really hope that who they find like they find that they fix it. I don't need to be alerted you know when I'm so far away from a hostage taking or from a control point. I don't need to be alerted like that I mean, but that's that's personal preference, you know maybe some people like that, maybe some people like having that you know chaos Constant but, feedback
0: yeah yeah no, but... i could <laughs> i am gonna agree with you on that like sometimes we we'll run into a specific destination and it's sorry those hostages just they have to go i, I can't <laughs> i can't save them while i'm busy <laughs>
1: um but no but phase two has been pretty interesting um i'm really looking forward to see what phase three has in store because you know that's like the final phase just before they're gonna launch it um So, yeah, Phase 2, like like I said, the only thing that I really focused on with Phase 2 right now is the heroic difficulty Um, because that really needs to be – I really feel that that needs to be focused on. And to go back on that, and I know I'm harping on it a lot, I'm not saying that the game should be easier. By all means, the game should not be easier. Just heroic difficulty does not need to be scaled to a four-man team in general. It needs to be scaled at least to a two-man team so that a solo player who doesn't have the availability to have a four-man team run with him for whatever reason can do it by themselves. But that still incorporates the challenge.
0: Yeah, I mean, you are I, I get exactly what you're saying. You're not asking for it to be easy. You're asking for it to be fair, Yeah, which – Like, that makes perfect sense. You know, it sounds like it's the same thing, but it it makes sense. Like, you want to be able to have a challenge as a solo player and not be, feel overwhelmed, essentially.
1: And and a lot of the comments that I received on that post, you know, it was, a lot of the comments were, like, positive. Like, yeah, Heroic still needs to be scaled down. And then some of the comments were like, well, is your gear spec'd enough? Well, my gear is spec'd, To the way I want my gear to be respect, you know, uh, heroic is about skill and it's also about your about your gear that you have, but if I am running say a tank build my gear is going to be spec to a tank build I'm going to have the amount of armor that I want, I'm going to have the amount of damage that I know I'm sacrificing. So, and again, it's not wanting, you know, don't take heroic difficulty down to, you know, to where I can shoot off a couple bullets and, you know, all my enemies are done. No, just scale Find that middle ground between challenge and heroic and everything will be straight. Like that's the only thing.
0: You hear that massive, get get this, get this together, man. Get this together. (laughs) Um, well, With that said, I think it's probably a good time to, to close it off. Um, I've waited long enough to watch Game of Thrones.
2: <laughs> <I'm just joking.
0: laughs> I was trying to get a a, a slight from Wes, but
2: <laughs> it's all about Barry tonight, not Game of Thrones.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, this I honestly I really appreciate you like coming on the show. Like, I've been like inviting people, and in. I don't know if it's just like they're afraid to you know meet people from the internet. Not everyone's scary, so I'm really glad that you came on and I really hope that people go and check out like all of your your videos because they are super insightful and they're actually pretty done. They're done pretty well. Like the editing and everything is on there, on there really nice as, as well. Um I will I'll let you do it. So I don't like butcher all your stuff. Why don't you go ahead and shout out like all of the things in every way that people can get a hold of you or check out your information or check out your content.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the best way to start following me is on Twitter. Uh, you know, at Phoenix Gaming LLC. Again, if you see a tag that has the LLC attached to Phoenix Gaming or PHX Gaming, however you want to see it, um, I mean, that, that's going to be me. Um, yeah, the best way to start is with Twitter. My YouTube channel it has the long, you know. Link to it. Uh, I'm still trying to get to that 100 subscriber mark. So, i can change it to my specific tag. Um, but yeah, the best way to start is with Twitter. I do have Facebook as well. Still the same thing. Phoenix Gaming LLC. Um, you could definitely follow me on there. I'm starting to be, trying to be more active on Facebook by uploading my videos to the Facebook platform with the, within the Division Two PC community as well as you know PlayStation and Xbox as well. Um, but yeah, man, I, when you reached out to me on Reddit. Which is also another place that you can follow me on because I try and post up there weekly. Uh, Yeah, I mean, at first I was a little sketchy because I've never had it happen before. I've never had someone reach out for me to be on the podcast or anything else. So I, you know, I, I thought it was really awesome, and you know, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for me to grow. It's an opportunity for you to grow, and it's just collaboration. It's being a part of the community, and it's about being involved with something that we truly love and that we really want to see be successful you know so i definitely appreciate you know the shout out taking the time uh out of your guys's nights uh to do the podcast with me so i'm very appreciative so thank you very much
0: Absolutely, man. I'm going to post your stuff as well, like in the the show notes as well. So like if people are getting confused, I'll have everything in there. And of course, we'll have our stuff as well for the Media Junkie. Um, Every week we say this and you know where you can find us, of course, at youtube.com forward slash Media Junkie. And if you want to go see us on most of the other stuff, such as Instagram and Twitter, it's going to be at Media Junkie vids with an S, as well as Twitch as well, twitch.tv forward slash Media Junkie vids with an S, and of course the main reason we do this is to just reach out to like great content creators like you, and not really just for your content but just because you love The Division and we love The Division and that's the whole idea of this podcast we would love to be rich but we probably won't <laughs> be from this so <laughs> we just want to have fun, man and that's exactly what we just did tonight and I appreciate it again, it can't be Enough goes. I can't say it enough, and hopefully, we you wouldn't mind coming back onto our lovely podcast again.
1: Yeah, man. No, you you know how to reach me. You hit me up whenever you want to talk, or whenever I just you know chill and chat. I mean, yeah, not a problem at all.
0: (laughs) Well, we like to end this show a very precise way, each and every episode. God, it's a patent pending slogan. I made it up on the podcast. massive can't even take this from me it's a hashtag that we try to make trend it's never gonna happen but i'm gonna try do you do you know what that is do you know mason
1: no i don't know what is it
0: oh (laughs) god it's really funny you ready yeah wes you ready
2: no you go ahead buddy you got (laughs) this
0: it's hashtag let's go rogue (laughs) let's go rogue that's it man (laughs) All right, so now we're going to end the show. Everyone said it. One, two, three. Let's go road. let's
1: go road. <laughs> <laughs>